Today's episode is for all of my fellow perfectionists. Where are my overthinkers in the group? Raise your hand. Shout out to you wonderful ladies. Without you, this world would not be nearly as orderly or productive, but there are some specific roadblocks that can get in the way of you moving forward and breaking free from mental bondage and actually just enjoying your life. So let's talk about it. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck Podcast. I'm Jenny Laurie Hope, your life and health coach. Getting Unstuck is an empowering podcast for women who are looking for a biblical perspective on their life and health challenges. You can expect to hear practical tips for living a healthy and productive life, faith-based wisdom to help you reduce anxiety and overwhelm, and simple ways to reconnect with God and find true wholeness. Hey, hey, friends. I am so excited about today's topic because we're going to tackle perfectionism. And this is just near and dear to my heart because I am an Enneagram One. Where are my other Enneagram One ladies? Hey, oh, it is a wonderful thing to be and it can be a tricky thing to be. And you might be Enneagram Three, which is achievement. It's kind of like I'm neck and neck between am I going to try to be perfect or am I going to try to achieve? (laughs) So we can all tend towards some of these roadblocks. So even if that's not you, keep listening. There's some nuggets for all of us. But specifically, if you struggle with perfectionism, listen up because this can keep you from starting something new. Maybe it's not the exact right time or the situation's not perfect or you're afraid of judgment if you were to start this thing. Or maybe it's keeping you stuck in the middle like you started something, but you're spending way too much time working on it, preparing certain steps, overthinking every step. Do I move on to the next step? Is this one right? You know, questioning yourself, overthinking. Overthinking is such a problem because it's draining. It's draining and then you start to just question because now you've thought too much and you get kind of stuck in a circle of overthinking and that produces decision debt. If you've never heard of decision debt, it's literally like feeling that weight, like a debt, like something hanging, something around your shoulders because you've got to make this decision and oh, if we go this way, what's going to happen? Oh, but we go the other way and that weight literally can crush you mentally Or maybe you're a rule follower. I am a rule follower. So that can be a good thing, right? It's not as though following the rules is bad, but it can get to the point where it's hurting you more than it's helping you. So this could happen with food. When we get obsessed with what rules are we following with our food? What does that mean? Where can I go? Where can I eat? What can I do? And it it takes over in our brain, or maybe it's our exercise. Like I have to exercise every single day. Or if you miss a workout, you're totally beating yourself up or you're making exercise more important than sleep. And now you're chronically sleep deprived, or it could show up in workaholic tendencies, blurring those boundaries between when are we working? When are we not? Are we on our email all the time? Are you on your computer at home? Um, Are just never letting that go mentally and releasing it. Parenting. It can show up in kind of like helicopter parenting or just doing way more than you need to be doing for your kids and feeling like 
you just kind of have to carry it all and they're not going to do it perfectly. So you might as well just do it. <laughs> I'm a little guilty of that at times. Um, or maybe you're just not making time to have fun in your life. That doesn't feel productive, right? Fun and rest can find, can fall in these buckets where we're like, rest isn't, that's not productive. Why would I, why would I make time for extra rest? That's just silly <laughs> or, or fun. Oh my goodness. Why would we, that is not logical. I am so logical. I, I am a math, I was a math major. I love, you know, A plus B is C, plug and chug. It works. It's reliable. It makes sense. But if you're like that, if you're like me in that way, it's like you have to really go, am I having fun in my life? Do I want to have more fun in my life? Spontaneity, joy, pleasure, all of those things. So here's what this might look like in your life. I have a client and I was coaching her and she thought she wanted to work on toning, like like changing her exercise a little bit, changing her food a little bit to where she could have more muscle definition and kind of see more of her hard work and her physique. And there's nothing wrong with that. No judgment on that whatsoever. And I get it. Like you're doing hard work. You want to see it show up, right? But she was also a mom with busy boys and athletics and lots of stuff going on in her life. And she was trying to count macros, do morning workouts for resistance training, go on afternoon runs, which she loved. And it was starting to be counterproductive. So the early morning strength workouts had her feeling kind of extra tired some days. And then the lack of adequate carbs, since she was doing all this carb counting and macro counting, was zapping her energy. And so she didn't have the, uh, the, the energy in the afternoon for her runs that she loved. And she was a runner. Like, this was her thing. And it gave her joy. And she was literally like, I, I feel like I'm a 92-year-old trying to run a marathon. And it, it used to not be this hard. So when she was telling me all this, you know, you can start to see, hey, you're missing the forest for the trees here, right? When we talked through her priorities of like, do we want to feel good, have energy, enjoy your runs, have more sleep? That ends up, yeah, you know what? That is more important than muscle definition. Maybe I can stop counting macros. So we ended up setting some boundaries for her that looked like, only doing morning workouts if she was in bed by 10 p.m. the night before, adding in more carbs at lunch. And as soon as she started shifting these things, she felt much better immediately. She just needed permission to adjust. Sometimes our brains get in like a rut and we think this has to be the way it is. This has worked for me in the past or this says it's going to work. It's, I'm just going to keep following through. So it might sound obvious, but if you're a goal-driven person, you know how easy it is to fall into these traps. So this is the kind of thing I help women figure out in our coaching sessions. Sometimes you will have done something for so long because it was working well for you at one time, but you don't realize that something in your life has changed and something has shifted. Maybe it's your priorities, maybe it's your life season, maybe it's your schedule, and that thing's not serving you anymore and you need to shift it. And it takes an outside perspective sometimes to see that. So let's take a look at what God says about it. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, 
looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Isn't that beautiful? So we, we throw off the weight. We throw off these weights and the sin that ensnares us. Perfectionism can ensnare you. It can hinder you. It's a weight that you just don't need. And what does it say? We don't, we don't look to ourselves. We look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. So it's not about looking at ourselves and our own performance and what are we doing. It's more about focusing on Jesus and letting God work through us. If you do it all yourself, you literally leave no room for God to come in and make a difference in your life for him to show up. He's there and he's going, well, you know, if you would just get out of the way, maybe I could come in and show off a little bit. <laughs> I feel like that's literally what he's saying to me sometimes. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Proverbs 14, 12, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. That's kind of depressing, right? But how many times is it is that true? Like there's a way that seems right to us. We're like, well, I, this feels like the right way. And But if we're not in line with God, we could be heading in totally the wrong direction and the way of death. And so it says to lean not on your own understanding. So many times we need to just set that aside for a minute and go, okay, let me look at this situation. What does God say about this situation? Um, can I submit this to him? Can I give him my exercise? Can I give him my nutrition plan? Can I give him this project that I'm working on? Can I submit my work to him and say, I'm not going to do it all myself. I'm going to have some faith and some trust and give that to him. God tells us to rest. He tells us to put love above all else. He tells us not to make idols of things like exercise or nutrition or work or even our kids can happen with our kids. So your action step this week, I am writing you a permission slip. Consider this your permission slip. When it comes to your work or productivity or getting things done, I want you to remember the saying, get mo, G-E-T-M-O. It stands for good enough to move on. <laughs> okay, get mo. And I love it because it kind of sounds like get more. And it's like, we can get more by just moving on. Like, it's good enough to move on. You can get more done, right? If you can stop now with this project and be like, this is good enough to move on. Guess what? You're moving on. You're getting more done. So get mo. I feel like it all just goes together. So it's like, if you can send that email and maybe you, you, you read through it once, right? That's enough. You don't need to read through it four more times and have your husband proofread it too. Or whatever it is, right? If you're a teacher and you're writing lesson plans, the kids are going to be fine, right? I know so many teachers right now. It's the beginning of the school year when I'm recording this and I have lots of teachers in my life and it's like sometimes, right? It's just good enough to move on. If you're doing things that are not serving you, I'm giving you permission to stop. If you're following a nutrition plan and you're listening to your body and you're like, this doesn't feel good, stop, do something else. If you're going too low carb and you don't feel good, stop. If you're trying to eat so much more protein and now your digestion is off, stop. <laughs> Just because one person says, this is the answer, this is the way, all of our bodies are different. If it doesn't feel good, please stop. Exercise. If you're trading sleep for workouts 
too often and you're chronically sleep deprived, please stop. There's another way. If you are lifting weights and you hate it and you want to do something else, please stop. If you're counting macros when you have a thousand other things in your brain and this is literally making you lose your mind, you can stop. Even with Bible study, let's say I had a client who was doing the Bible recap and that's a wonderful program if you haven't heard of it. And she was going through the whole Bible and that's a beautiful thing. But if you're in a season where you're like, we're kind of trudging through the Old Testament and I really feel like I just need to read some words of Jesus. I need to jump into the New Testament for a minute. I just want to read some Philippians. I just want to read Romans and renew my mind. Please, permission, stop. Your, your time with Jesus should never be some kind of drag. Your Bible study shouldn't feel like you are pulling teeth. Like if it's not filling your cup, put it on hold. Do something else. I want you to feel that freedom today. I want you to feel like a weight is lifted. Like, hey, my coach told me today that I didn't have to do that. <laughs> okay, that is your encouragement for today. And I want you to know, like, if this is if this is hard for you, if you're like, if, if you aren't even sure what it is that you should be doing or shouldn't be doing, please reach out for me. I am going to put a link in the show notes. Schedule a free call with me. I'll talk to you for 30 minutes at no charge. And we can talk about what's going on in your life, where you're getting stuck. I send an intake form to my new clients to help start that process. And we just kind of talk through what's going on, like get a baseline of like what's happening in your life and where do you wish you were? And we find the disconnect because sometimes it just takes an outside party to help you zoom out a little bit. You're stuck in your life, right? We're all in our own life. I have a coach myself because I can't see my own blind spots, right? We all need somebody in our life who can see those blind spots, who can tell us, hey, why don't we just, you know, move this around? Sometimes it's the simplest fix, but we can't see it. So I would love to be that person in your life who helps you find those blind spots, who helps you make those adjustments with a biblical perspective, with Jesus at the root of it all. I pray for my clients at the end of every session. We take a minute and we go, what do we need to pray over? And I literally pray over them. And that's how we end our calls. I love helping women with this kind of thing. I love helping you see where the Bible fits in your life, how this can help set you free. And I would love to do that for you today. So please check out the show notes, click the link, schedule a call. I would love to chat with you and help you get that permission slip, get this perfectionism under control, and really just start to enjoy your life. So that's it for this week, you guys. We'll see you next time. Did you like the show? Did you learn something? If you enjoyed this episode, it would be awesome if you could leave our mom a review. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.